everyone, and welcome to the first edition of Naked and Inside Out. We're going to be discussing the naked and inside truth of life, design, jobs, sex, creativity, social interactions, and all the other BS that happens throughout our day-to-day -day life. We're two women in our 30s in NYC, and we've got a lot on our minds. And we've always find ourselves meeting random people in bars, subways, and wherever we wander. So we wanted to bring our topics to a larger, larger range of people in this podcast, branch it out, and start a discussion forum and see how others are feeling about the things that we care so passionately about. So here's a little introdu introduction behind the voices you'll be hearing. My name's Louise, and I'm a fashion designer in NYC. Um, I'm originally from the Midwest, and I've been in New York City for eight years now, so that almost makes me a New Yorker, considering they say 10 years is the mark. <laughs> so I'm almost there. And my counterpart? I'm Jay. I'm a graphic designer, and I'm a true New Yorker. <laughs> and further into our podcast, we'll be bringing in industry professionals and close friends to get a broader spectrum of views on our topics. So we hope you enjoy and we hope that what we're talking about kind of strikes a point in your life and you know you get as much as out of it as we do. Um, so moving into our first podcast we're going to be discussing um, making your dreams into a reality and I came across this article written by Al Luna and it's called should versus must from medium.com and it was really impactful and it was really cool I shared it with a bunch of my coworkers um, who were a broad spectrum from the creative to more technical to business and everybody really liked it and I feel like it kind of branched out and spoke to different people in different ways and it's about finding your dreams in real life and you know everybody says it and it's so easy but how do you really do it and where do you even begin to look um, especially in a creative field and you know so the article it's about um, it's about living your life to the fullest and how you react to all situations and are you the person that says should all the time which in effect it's more reactionary to those around you or do you take a more front seat approach and say must like for example I must do this I have to do this like this is inside of me this is my calling and saying must it's more of kind of something that I like to call like a soul food like you have to do it to survive like you wake up every morning and you're like I have to do this like today I woke up and I was like I have to do this podcast I can't do anything I can't go to the street fair I have to do this I have to get it out of me um, versus um, versus the should and it's kind of a lot what um, you know like Jay and I have been experienced in our life and about expectations from others and you know when we go back to the should um, in the article this is a quote from it it says should is how others want us to show up in the world it's how we're supposed to think what we ought to say what we should or shouldn't do it's the vast array of expectations that others layer upon us when we choose should the journey is smooth and it's small risk 
versus must is who we are, what we believe, what we do when we are alone with our truest, most, most authentic self. Um, and it's really interesting, like, I think it's really easy to live your life in a should, like, I should do this, I should get this job, I should live here, I should be this person for who, like, my parents or whoever, it doesn't matter, like, it's very easy, like they say, it's, like, small risk, but I think, I don't know, especially as a creative type, must, it's, like, a long, and sometimes lonely journey and it's kind of scary because sometimes I feel like you feel these things and you just have to live your life through it. What do you think? Well, most people don't get uh, pursuing a creative profession to begin with. Like, for me, people think I draw and paint all day. That's not what I do at all. It's, you know, people just want to interpret what they sort of feel about an individual's profession. Like, if I was a doctor, I don't know if I'd be getting, oh, you draw all day, and oh, like, I don't understand what you do, explain it to me. And I think pursuing anything in the arts or in a creative field, it's like, you get those questions or you get people that don't fully understand it and they make their own interpretations of it. So, you know, you should go to school, you should be the lawyer or the doctor, you shouldn't necessarily be creative and be successful at it. But there's millions of people that are creative uh -huh. directors and super super successful in those industries and just people don't recognize how they started or like what the path they took to take them to where they are now but also how many people fulfill those careers because it's what oh not many is of them. expect no no as a lawyer doctor whatever because it's what I doubt it was because of their they dreams. As yeah. I say, that is it's what their parents wanted, what or what they think that society deems as a successful career. But then again, I want to find success. Yes, that's true. Well, is it money or is it happiness and fulfillment, which well, is what we're going to get into, also? <laughs> and it could be both. I mean, it just comes down to society thinking that, you know because you went to medical school, because you're a doctor, you're successful, and yes, you're helping people and doing all those things, but being in another profession, you could be helping people all the time. Look at firms like IDEO, look at, you know, different organizations that through design or through other tools, they're still helping people. It's just in a different way. But even like, not even in career aspect, maybe more, I guess, also this speaks to on a personal level, um, with a lot of things in life, which we'll get to later in other podcasts, but um, more, I guess, like personally speaking, when there are expectations upon us to be certain people from outside influences, like, how do you feel about that? Because I think, like, you know, it goes back to the should versus must, and like, when you do live your life in a must atmosphere, um, you know, like, it's, it's something that speaks from, like, so deep inside, and sometimes it's, like, so lonely, because, for example, when you're working, when, when you're working in an atmosphere, and this is on a personal level, not even, like, professionally, like, for example, um, I work in a very corporate setting, and my mindset 
isn't necessarily like that. And socially, I'm not very like that. And it, it's very interesting because I feel like a lot of people I work with have a very like, I'm working in the city and like, you know, it's creative. It's like very like liberal and out there and like, I'm very flexible and I get along with everyone. But at the same sense, a lot of people I work with and especially in a creative field, they have such a narrow mindset and they're all like, I don't know. It's all about the program to fit the role. Yeah. And it's crazy because especially like I get it if I was working in like a different yeah. field, but you know, I'm working with all designers, but they're so, um, they're, yeah, they're restricted. And, yeah, I was going to say narrow minded. And it's crazy. Cause I feel like I, it's hard for me to have like a real discussion with these people because I don't think they can understand like where I'm coming from, which is hard. And like, that's what I'm saying. Like, but that's who I am and that's a must. And I'm not like, I'm not upset about that. But at the same sense, like, it's a very, it can, it can be a very lonely place. And especially like when you're growing through like major like hardships through life, like it can be lonely and it can be like not pretty. And I've been there, um, plenty of times. Um, because when, like when you are a must and it's something that speaks from really deep inside of you and you bring that into the world, whatever it is like say um I don't know I'm I'm speaking more like just who you are and like I'm crazy and wild at work and people think like I'm on something but that's just who I am and not everyone can accept it like they don't get it they're like oh my god like why is this girl so crazy <laughs> what's wrong with her what is she on um yeah I get that every day too yeah I know but, um, you know, not everyone can accept it and, like, can see it how you see it. Like, I love my job. I'm so passionate about it. Like, when I, I get so exhilarated, like, getting, like, a new design in or, like, I love what I do and I'm so passionate and I can't hide it. And But I feel like sometimes I have to, like, harness my energy around these people because they don't get it. And they're like, what's wrong with her? And it's like, I just love my job. And, like, well, then you just said it. What? You love your job. Yeah. <laughs> like, your job doesn't feel like a job. You're doing what you're passionate about. You're doing what you love. So, yeah, of course, some days it's going to feel like work. But I'm sure 99% of the time it doesn't feel like work. And that's the goal. Whereas these people, they may be creative and they may be passionate, but maybe they're more passionate about family or they're more passionate about, I don't know, um, drinking. Whatever, like whatever a typical, you know, person per se would do, um, yeah, like they go to money, they go to work to make money or they go to work to pay their bills, like that, they define it as work and they define it as like, I have to do this because I have to make rent and I have to do whatever. That's not the case with you. You're doing what you love. You're passionate about what you love to do and you find other ways to do that outside work. Yeah. But for me, it's, like, it's difficult, but it's just, at the same sense, like, I want to bring my energy out to others and, like, have this ripple effect and to branch out to, like, spreading to everyone around me. And I don't know. I think it's effective. <laughs> and it's kind of like, um, 
it's more about like self-projection and also branding, which we'll talk about later. Um, yeah, but I think a lot like of it. Focusing. I was going to say, I think yourself. a lot of it too, it's like people don't know how to handle something that's different than them or the, or the way that they think. It's like, even me, I go into work and we're having our morning, morning stand up and I'm all ready to go. I'm like dancing around, like trying to like make everyone feel less sort of rigid and on edge and sort of like, you know, especially on a Monday morning. It's like, everyone's like in this like, I don't know, like, oh my God, the week's starting again, you know? And I'm like, oh my God, it's Monday. Let's start the week. Like, let's get it going. Let's get it moving. And just is like, it because they're not fulfilled in their, in their life or I their mean, career? Who knows? I mean, I could interview half my coworkers, and that could be the case. But another part of it is just having someone that sort of just like gets it reframed and gets the week going in a sort of more like energized and fulfilling way. Maybe it can change their perception, like you're saying. But this also goes into okay. So you work in graphic design. Yes. And we're talking, you know, like we're we're talking about dreams in real life and making your dreams a reality and where do you begin to look and kind of like what is it that you want from life and you know I, I know originally you wanted to go into photography and it's kind of like the whole what are you looking to get out of life is it your career is it money um, or it's it's about finding that fulfillment in what you do and being able to make a living out of it. Like, we went to a lecture last week, was it? And it was kind of like, what are the three things that you want from life? And it's usually career, money, and love. But what does that picture look like? And are you on your way to achieving it? Like, are, like, are you on the right path? Like, what does it look like? And actually, you were like, out of 11 people, out of I don't know how many people, like a thousand, that you said, yes, I have this. And I mean, I I didn't raise my hand because I I think I'm on my way, but I I think, what was it, the question, the question was like, do you know what it looks like? Yeah, like do you have a clear vision yes. of what, yeah. like, your, like what you want, essentially, like what the ideal picture is of what you want, and do you think you're on the way to attain it? Yeah, and you said yes. Absolutely. Why? Why? Because my whole life I've known what I wanted to do. Well, at least I think. Well, my whole <laughs> life I wanted to be a teacher. And then one day I came home and I'm like, I want to do graphic design, where I feel like photography was something that I enjoyed to do. I didn't know how practical it was as a profession because I knew it would be something very risky. Um, and it's very hard to make it in an industry like that. And I really congratulate the people that do do that you know as a profession and are successful in it but I also felt like when I got more exposed to graphic design it was something more that hit home to me I was able to like communicate visually to people what needed to be communicated whether not necessarily buying a product but whether it's information whether it's a message whether it's something of a more of a social cause all those type of things I was able to do just visually and it was really intriguing to me so I went on to study it and I loved it. I fell in love with it. It was just something that my whole life I was never really passionate about anything until like I came across photography and design and then I just was able to fully immerse myself in it. In undergrad, um, worked in the industry and then I actually went back to graduate school so I could teach it. 
So now not only do I practice it all day long, but I teach it. So to me, the vision was easy. It's like, yes, I want to work my way up to a creative director one day or, you know, have an influence through design and teach and maybe one day, you know, run a program. Like to me, it's very clear what I want. And I think I'm taking the necessary steps to get there. But what about, like, would you rather be teaching or being a creative director if you had to choose? <laughs> there's one, no, or, one or the other there's no choice because no I know <laughs> as a creative person you want to do a million things one two I think that when you're in the field it's so helpful um, and an aid to teach because you're actually in it or at least to have a broad spectrum which leads me to the next point it's like how do you reach that fulfillment without sacrifice and yes I think as a luxury like and being driven and tenacious and living in New York or wherever, like living living in a place that gives you lots of options to fulfill your needs and what you're looking for is great because you can have it all. Yeah. Like for example, I always have to be doing a side project. Um, no, really? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm crazy, I wanna no. do it all. Um, but that's like going back to the article, like that's what it also talked about um, and having a career but also having your passion on the side and I talked about a lot of like entrepreneurs and, and I think that word is so oversaturated at this point with Etsy and like all these other things which is fine but I think there's different degrees to being an entrepreneur but I myself had my side business on the side um, and I worked full-time as well and that's where I got my creative outlet because yes, at like working in creative fields, especially in a corporate environment, you're not necessarily getting your creative fulfillment fulfilled because you're designing for somebody else or you make something and then you have to put it through 20 other people versus if you have something you're out, you're, you're on your own, you have the vision from start to finish and you're putting it out there. Of course. But in the same way, it's like, who knows, your side project could lead to your dream profession. Which I think a lot of, well, that was, I, <laughs> I have, no, but I have another, I, I want to have a separate podcast on this oh. because um, we can touch base on it a little bit now, but um, that was the whole thing and I thought it was interesting because they interviewed a lot of entrepreneurs and the majority of them said that you know, if they had the choice to, like, make this huge versus keep it small and attainable within, like, myself and maybe one other person, most people chose, like, I just want to keep this small and to the side and something that I can do because I have the total control of yeah. my product from start to finish, which I thought was interesting because originally I would think, like, most people would start up something on the side to, like, eventually like I don't know whatever oh, they want to do grow yeah. it sell it flip it whatever they want to do but most people are like no like this is my passion I want to keep it small and intimate and I want total control to mailing it to like packaging to like emailing the customers which is great I think that's so much more personal than getting like a junk response like thank you for your inquiry <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I mean but you can look at it in so many different ways like some people can be you know, A, it could be a side project or side, you know, projects that you're working on that's a fulfillment just away from your day-to-day. -day. But. Uh, which could turn to something. You have no idea. Okay. Other people, 
maybe it is something that they want to pursue and they're playing it safe because they want to make sure that they're paying their bills and they have a paycheck every week and they're testing the waters. Yes, if they have a family and, like, they can't be as risky. But, yes. okay, at the same time, like, we talk about this so casually and it's so easy. And, like, for us it's easy, like, I guess, like, on a larger scale, like, our responsibilities aren't, like, super huge. Like, we don't have a family of three to take care of. However... Nope. <laughs> However, I think, like, as a discussion, you know, like, the whole doing what you love and making a living out of it, especially, like, growing up, you're going to college, you're picking your courses, you're like, great, I'm going to do this, I love this. Like, it seems so easy, but so, like, we struggle with it so much. Even I'm doing what I love, but it's still a struggle, you know? And it's like, how do you find that balance? Like, for example, like, okay, my past job, I was given so much responsibility and I was like thrown into it. It was great. I had so much responsibility. I was working with celebrity clients and all this stuff, but I was paying, I was getting paid garbage. So, you know, like after like five years, like it's cool. I got my experience. Like I need to move on. Like I, like I'm worried about money. Like I can't eat. I'm like on a rice diet, <laughs> you know, like, okay. You're being a bit extreme here. No, no, uh, I've been on rice diets before because it's like, well, that's where my, my, you know, my money doesn't come out of clothing expenses. It comes out of food because I work in fashion. So, you know, I pick one or the other. As I'm shaking my head to all the viewers <laughs> that can't see me. I know. I mean, you're a foodie, but I mean, I'm, I'm a clothe, uh, clothing addict and shoe addict. Like, you know, you got a balance. However, I took a demotion to go to my new job to get paid what I thought I should be making however I'm not given the responsibility and like I'm not given as much creative control as my old job because it's like a higher run company it's very corporate like lots and lots of people versus like a smaller business so it's kind of like I have to follow suit like a soldier and like you know I'm <laughs> like told what I need sorry watching too much Game of Thrones um <laughs> Um, you know, it's like less creative freedom, but I'm able to live my life how I want to live it and pursue other things. But, you know, it's, we were talking about this like earlier. It's like, well, how do you find that balance? Like, I wish I could just have that job where I can have the creative freedom, but also getting paid for what I deserve to be paid. Hmm. And it's like, where, where is this job? Good luck. But, yeah. <laughs> No, there there are a few. There are some places that are like that. I mean, it's just again, it's you know, it's finding that balance because I feel like there's companies that do do that and that you can do that. But in the same way, I feel like you have to be like so passionate about that company. Well, and you have to work that, till like eleven o'clock at night. I mean, I think there are some exceptions. Yes, there are a lot of companies that I love to work for, but I don't want to work till eleven o'clock at night anymore. Um, but I think there are some few companies that have that balance. But then again, it's like you're still working for the man, whether it's a studio of three people or a studio of 3,000 people. Um, you know, so it's, again, finding that balance. Like, you know, I don't know. Like, would I be a million times happier if I was had my own uh, design studio? I don't know. And I, and I also think being around people and just being able to collaborate with other designers and other creative people or non-creative people is sort of the excitement yeah. of working a typical, like, job, per se. Um, well, it's like, okay, for example, the other, like, last weekend or two weekends ago, we were at a bar. We meet this guy named Jeff, 
who, what was he? I still don't know. He was an actuary for That's a life insurance company. <laughs> I've never heard of this profession ever. He goes, I'm an actuary. I go, well, what up? And he said it like 10 times. I've never heard of it. Um, but I was so intrigued. But how he described himself is he's like, yeah, basically sit in front of a computer all day long and just like process numbers and process like basically like documentation and more like, you know. And he, he was a very good looking guy, probably in his 30s, a little like fatty. I wouldn't go that far. Like, but <laughs> this is the thing. But you know what? This is, this is the way he, he's like, you know what? I wake up. I pound coffee to go to work, and then I go home, and I drink to forget my day. I'm like, great. I'm no, like, he actually only drinks on the weekend. Oh, he's supposed to, to, pot? to ex- I, I don't know about that, but... I don't know. He may <laughs> have, but he goes home uh, every day trying to forget, but then the weekends is when he really forgets, because okay. he drinks a large amount of alcohol, yeah. and I was like, wait, why would you want to forget? I don't understand. But it's like, <laughs> like he's probably in his mid-30s, and I'm like, what are you... Like, how would, how do you wake up every day and like what like why are why are you living your life like what like what are you getting out of it like he might be saving I don't know I didn't get into it it's called a paycheck it's I know but it's called no passion no dreams no but, desires but this is my next question and I actually maybe we'll touch base on this later but I wanted to interview one of my product managers who's more on the business end of the fashion and I told her to read the article. And, um, to see, like, if I had the same impact on her as, I mean, actually she read it. She said it was really great, but I wanted to ask her, like, how do you, like, are you getting that same fulfillment from, like, I mean, she loves spreadsheets. She loves numbers. She's like, I love it. I'm like, really? I'm like, that's great. I'm like, (laughs) I'm so glad there are people like you in the world because I hate it. I'm like, nothing would get done in the world if, like, there was only people like me, which is fine. But, like, I'm curious of, like, does she make a spreadsheet and it's perfect and she goes home and she's like, heck yeah. Like, I made the best spreadsheet. (laughs) Like, I got out, like, 12 new designs and I went home and I felt amazing. I was like, I got so much done today. Like, all this newness. Like, I don't know. I guess it's the same, but it's... Well, at least she has something to be passionate about. No, and she is passionate about it. But, like, you know, we go back to, like, Jeff, and I'm like, what are you, like, are you being fulfilled by your career? And if not, like, for me, it's like, I think it should be seamless. And it goes into this quote by Picasso, and it says, it's not what an artist does that counts, but what he is. However, it's interesting because Picasso's life reflected his art so it was seamless and it's kind of like this irony in where I'm like is this the same for like creative people versus more business and and maybe it is I don't know but like where your work in your life and it's seamless because like I find inspiration for from everywhere you know I don't need to go to like an art show or like whatever, I don't need to go shopping, like, I can find, like, I can go to the concept car show at the Javits and be, like, so inspired by these cars versus, you know, like, I'm finding it everywhere, I'm, like, a sponge, you yeah, know? in the same way your life intersects with your career, not everyone's. 
I know, but like I, that's what I'm interested in. Yeah, like is, if her li- like if her <laughs> spreadsheets uh, <laughs> intersect into her life, like that she have spreadsheets for her uh, maybe she activities does. after yeah. work. <laughs> this is how many hours I spent on fun time now. <laughs> I, but I'm just like, I'm very interested in that. And well, um, I'm just curious if other people, I feel like a lot of people just aren't even in touch with what makes them passionate or even has this sort of thought or conversation with themselves. But that's a whole nother area. Of course it is. Yeah, just, no, but it, no, I'm but it's great. The point. No, it is. Like, are you in tuned that much with yourself to realize, like, I don't know, I want to go to work and it's who I am and that's why I also am so passionate about it because it's like, living and breathing and something I think about all the time not that I'm like neurotic about my work like I can separate it but it's like it is it's seamless like I am neurotic about my work (laughs) (laughs) Jay's giving me this look of uh no I mean I love what I do I love making things and like um it's funny because um another one of my co-workers she's a mother of three she's probably in her mid 40s um she's an 11 year old that wants to get into the creative field and as as an 11 year old she's asking these things mom i want to i forget what she wants to do she wants to do something like in the art she wants to in the arts and like something creative i don't know if she wants to do fashion but something but she goes maybe she wants to do photography and she's like mom i don't know how I can make a living out of this or like how she can support her family. I'm like, she's freaking 11 at 11. I'm like, I want to make cool things. I have like spray paint. I'm like, let's do this. Like, what can I find taking apart electronics and stuff? But I just find it interesting. Like at 11, like she's thinking these concepts and, and I shared this article with her and it was, it's the whole thing like should versus must. And like, they, they talk about like, what if I quit that job? Like, can I pay my rent? Can I support my family? Oh my God, like, this is going to be so crazy. But if you're doing what you love, you will make it work, which is the next kind of, like, thing moving into it. And uh, Jay and I went to this L.A. Tahari lecture at FIT. It was funny because, like, what he kept saying, and it was, like, it was all the answers to all the questions. All these students were asking questions. Oh my God, how do I make it? How do I make this work? And he's like, you know, he goes, <laughs> what is it? Passion, fashion, compassion. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Um, it's one, <laughs> But he's basically saying that if you're passionate for what you do and you love it and you have compassion for what you're doing, you will, you will find a way to make it work and pay your bills and be able to live and... If you have that much drive and that much love for what you do, like you do, you find things to make it work. And I find that in my hardest times in life, when I thought I couldn't be able to do something or, you know, you're like, oh my God, what if this happens? Like, I always think of worst case scenarios, just in case. I'm not like pessimistic, but I'm always like, okay, worst case, this is going to happen. How do I bounce out of it? And sometimes those worst case scenarios definitely happen. And I feel like it's in those hardest times that you're like, oh my God, like looking back now, like this past year, I had a really hard time with my business and um, I had to dissolve it and close it and stop it. And 
I didn't know how I would make that work. And I was like, I had a business partner and I was working on my business alone. And I never thought I could do that because he fell ill and something tragic happened. And I was able to do it. And I never thought I would be able to do it. I didn't even think I could live my life without this person. And I was able to do it. And I think it's like, in those hardest times, you find your strength. And, you know, even if, say you're making like crap money, but you're doing what you love, and maybe it's like you're just getting experience, especially like when you first move here, I didn't have any money. And I'm like, how the heck am I going to make this work? And you figure it out and you live it and you bust your butt to make it work. Like I've done like side jobs that are so stupid just to like pay my rent, but I did it. And I have no regret for it. Well, what I think was most interesting about that article is most people actually weren't necessarily worried about money and um, sort of things like that, but actually fear, like fear of failing, like fear yeah. of trying to find out, not that those other things aren't significant because they're very significant, like we obviously want to pay our bills and everything, but it was more interesting than me that most people were more worried about fear of failing or the feel That's of true, yeah. not making it work. Yeah. So it's like okay, like, I, I'm passionate about this and I want to do this, but I'm going to hold back because I the fear of failing. So they had suggested to sort of, like, make a list, like what you were talking about, about worst-case scenario. Yeah. And making a list of, like, what is the worst-case scenario, and then, like, breaking each one and being like, okay, well, if you were to lose all your money that you invested in this, what's the worst thing that could happen? And you sort of, like... yeah play out those things as if they were happening. So it's like, if these things do happen, it's kind of already in your head and almost like a way to quote unquote solve them. Uh, but I thought that was interesting because for me, I think more concern I have would be like the financial aspect of it. Like, me too. oh my God, if I'm going to take this risk, um, like, oh my God, if I can't make rent next month, what am I going to do? Like, well, a lot of businesses that you start, you have to feed that business for at least like a few years. Like you're not, you're not going to see anything out of it. Yeah, for sure. So I just thought that that was an interesting side note, sort of like that. I mean, I'm sure there's that, that, that there's a consideration of the money and everything else, and sort of like the fulfillment end of it. But in the same way, just it was sad to me to be like, you're almost fearing yourself's potential. But exactly, and that's what holds us back, and that's why it's like. You want your you want your dream job. Go get it. Why not? You think it, it, but we say it's so easy, but it's so hard because it's like, what if I go for my dream job and I fail? Like, ah, oh, like that hurts. Like that, it's like an emotional inside bruise. Yeah. And it's so hard. But like, for example, like you can say like, my business was a failure. I had to close it. I had it for five years, and now I don't. But I don't see it as a failure because I look back and I see how much I learned from it and how, yes, I made a lot of mistakes. Okay, it's going to happen. And it's just like, don't make those mistakes again. Like, how do you evolve from that? Like, it's not a failure. Like, I don't know. I, But I, I agree. And I mean, I there are definitely parts in my life where I haven't gone after what I wanted because I'm afraid and that's the should versus must like should you do it yes you should must you do it yeah you should yeah you must but 
that's it's how you act on it and like yeah you can think one thing but like are you following through with your actions and are you actually going after what you must go after to like your life like what it like the whole destiny thing like that and I mean you know whatever like fate destiny whatever that's a very like gray line we'll have a whole separate thing on that <laughs> but like what like I need to do these things to wake up every morning and jump out of bed. If not, why am I getting out of bed? There's no freaking reason unless I'm doing something that I have to do and I want to get it out there and I want to have an impact on people and I was put here for a reason, you know? Like, which is getting like, I don't want to get like preachy, but it's like, <laughs> it is Sunday. <laughs> oh boy. Um, but... I need that initiative to get myself in my butt out of bed every day to get going. Like, yes, I have a purpose and I want to leave a mark and, you know, oh, that, that leaves me. Sorry. Oh, I'm getting like off topic. Um, <laughs> leads us to our next quote, which is amazing by Mark Twain. I love him. I love his house. I visited it when I was like 12 or something. Um, but it talks about what is our calling, the segue perfectly. So what is our calling? It's this quote from Mark Twain. It's a, I get chills every time I read it. <laughs> it says, the two most important days in your life are the day that you're born and the day that you find out why. And I think that's, wow. It's like a punch to the face. It's <laughs> And it's true. And it's like, yeah, I was born, but like, what the heck am I doing here? Like, am I going to be like a freaking like numb nut? And like, you know, like I ride the train every day to work. I have a 40 minute commute. I have my headphones on. I'm reading. I'm answering emails. I'm like dancing, but like trying not to like be stupid about it. Like I got a good beat going. I'm excited. I'm, ex I'm excited to get to work. I'm excited to get stuff done, do my thing. And like, I'm looking around at like, how many people are probably in a car? 150? Too many. Too many. Yeah, we're like sardines. Jeez. It's crazy. But I'm looking around, and I'm looking at everyone else, and, like, I'm excited. Not every day. Like, some mornings are rough, especially when you're hungover. But, like, you know, I'm looking around, and I'm like, you know, you think about, where are these people going? What are they doing? And, like, I'm looking at, like, expressions and faces, and I'm like, I don't know, like, are they going to have as much fun as when I go to work? Probably not. I don't know. But, and I feel bad. Like, because I feel like I want everyone to have as much fun as I'm having when I go to work, you know? Yes. Even though I'm not having a ball, but it's the whole, like, fulfillment. Of course, but, I mean. Like, what are you here to do? Are you doing it? Probably half of the people are. Which is sad. Maybe we should interview people on this. <laughs> You've got to get very angry at us, actually. Yeah. Mm. Oh, also, going in, going back into your... What are, you, what are you most fearful of? Of making your... Going after your dream job. Besides, I said money. You said fear. And then there was also pride. Which also, I guess, goes with fear and not achieving what you achieve. Um, and it's funny, it goes back into, um, I don't know if any of you have read Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert 
Kioski. I don't know. I'm butchering it. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, rather. Um, <laughs> but it's this great book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's about this kid, and he has two dads. Obviously, one's rich, one's poor. <laughs> Self-explanatory. Um, but it's funny because he goes into... I, I've read this probably about five years ago, so it's been a while. And I have a horrible memory. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> but he goes into how did each dad live their life and what, you know... What, like, what are like, what are the differences and like, I don't just every everyday activities and how they view the world, and versus like, you know, like my parents are very middle class and very old school conservative, um, which kind of reminds me not at, more as the poor dad. Like, you're very safe with your money. You don't take risks. You're very like structural versus like the rich dad. You're I. I don't know what exactly he did, but, like, it's more risky, and you're, like, moving money, and, like, you're doing this, and you're doing that. Um, but anyways, it goes on to this, like, um, the whole fear, and he has this quote, and it says, just know that it's fear that keeps most people working at a job. The fear of not paying their bills, the fear of being fired, the fear of not having enough money, the fear of starting over. That's the price of studying to learn a professional trade and then working for money. Most people become a slave to money and then get angry at their bosses, which is true in some sort of sense. And it is. It's, it is that fear. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting with that. Fear. Fear, yeah. And then it starts, I mean, if you are fearful of doing that should versus must and starting something that you love to do, then start it on the side. It's very low risk. Just, you know, a couple well, hours is, a day. What, what, what I don't understand <laughs> is, it's like, I get that people have a fear, but so what? It's like, to me, you're already in a situation where you're not happy, where you're not fulfilled, or like there's something that's making you question what you're doing, right? Mm -hmm. So what's the risk or the fear associated with just trying something? Stability. You have to put more time. You have to do your resume. Creative creative fields, you have to do a project. Well, of course, but what? But what's the worst case scenario? You that don't get the happen? job. So what? And you waste some money. No, I know. Who cares? I know. So at least you tried. <laughs> at least you tried. Or at least you know now. You go, okay, well, maybe you get feedback. Or maybe you've now met somebody that connects you to somebody else. You have no idea. Yeah. But my point is, I just, I guess for me, it's hard for me to understand. I understand why people would be fearful. I get it. And what could happen. But it's like, especially if you're still working. Or you still have that stability, why not take small risks? It's true. And if you start a small risk and you do something on the side, carve out a couple hours a day, don't watch Dancing with the Stars or whatever you're watching, I don't know, and like put it towards like doing something you love. Who knows what it is? It can be the craziest thing. Maybe you like making foam characters or something. I don't know. <laughs> it can be the bizarrest thing, but you know what? If you love it, it doesn't matter. In if you show your passion into something that you're doing, whatever it is, your product or whatever, it will show. If you're so passionate about it, other people will see that and other people will become attached to it. Granted, if you have a small niche following or 
so many people that are like, oh my God, this is freaking awesome. Like, why didn't I think of this? I need this in my life. And maybe it's the next big thing. And maybe you can like, you know, start and doing your own business on the side and making money, doing what you love to do and spending more time with your, your kids or your dog or whatever, your nephews, friends, friends, whatever. Um, I don't know. It's something that for me, like, and I know you as well, that, you know, it's something like that we're passionate about and getting it out there. Like for me, it's like, I just don't like seeing people unhappy doing what they are doing or like unfulfilled. But you also have no control. I don't have control. You but can it's, spread your message and I, hopefully they do something with it. But that's why we're here. <laughs> I know. Exactly. That's my point. But I'm just saying, like, or who knows? These people might just be putting on a front in the subway. They may look miserable and they may get to work and be completely different. Like, you yeah, know, that's like, true. yeah. No, I know. But yeah. it's, I, I think, for me, it's like, I think everyone deserves to be happy and doing what they love to do. And granted, and maybe it's that job you go to, and maybe it's on the weekend love doing what you do but I think everyone it's well they deserve it well that's another that's another thing you yeah I know that's another thing like deserving everyone deserves to be happy and just wait there's another quote I want to pull up I know I'm like quote quote queen (laughs) um I don't know it is we'll get to that later it's to come it's to come but it's you know it's being deserving of being happy and then you know that resonates in your life and you're being inspirational to others because you're in this moment and you're inspiring other people because you love what you love to do or you are what you love to do or whatever there you go you said it you are what you love to do and that's the should versus must conundrum and how are you living your life is it one or the other it could be both (laughs) also feel free to chime in uh, on these conversations yes um, it'd be great to get some insight. We want some feedback from you guys as well. Any if uh, you're in a creative field or if you're more business, like how do you, how are you fulfilled in your career and what are you doing and how do you live your life? Is it should? Is it must? Are you living both ways? How are you reactionary to these situations? Until next time. Until next time. <laughs> Thank you. Email us at hello at nakedandinsideout.com.